I'm Sophia Rains. And I'm Mr. Ryden. And this is Our School Matters, a podcast where we talk to the students, staff, teachers, and administrators of RCCU1 about what matters to them. I just visited the trade show yesterday that you were featured at uh, with your other CEO students, uh, classmates. Mm -hmm. What did you think about how it went? I think it went super well. The event itself was really well attended. Yes, we there were a ton of people business. there. Uh, the day of, we all were excused from our classes to sit up, and I definitely needed that. Oh, yeah. Because it was very stressful. It was very hectic. Both of my parents were working, so yes. I didn't really have somebody to help me get set up. So I, it kind of came together a little more, a little later mm -hmm. than some of my peers. But all of the booths looked amazing. We had a great turnout. We had some amazing prize winners, so I'm very happy with it. Did you make very much money in your oh, little yeah. business venture? Cool. I haven't put it all together yet. Uh -huh. Done all, crunched all the numbers. With... It is a lot. Uh -huh. it Good. Put, it put me in the green by over 700 probably. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm <laughs> making money. Yeah. It's, I mean, I cannot stress enough how awesome that program is and, and how great it is. I bought uh, the dry shampoo and conditioner set mm -hmm. from you. I got one for me and one for Eva because mm -hmm. she wanted one too when I got it. And I did use it this morning, and I will say I'm very happy with it. It, it, it felt like my hair felt <laughs> really good. soft and smooth, and I have very sensitive skin, so I was really mm -hmm. glad to get that, that unscented one. And I threw that little, what is this little scent bag thing? The sachet. Yeah. The sachet yeah. thing. I threw that in my little, my, my catch-all drawer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so my keys will smell nice. Yeah. And I just but, wanted to, before mm -hmm. we move out, yeah. uh, wanted to shout out, great job for our, for our placement winners, or mm -hmm. winners of the trade show which is Luke Caldwell in third place, uh -huh. Taylor Running in second, and yes. Maddox Dorn in first. Yeah. They all did an amazing job. Yeah, they did. Everybody did, though. I, I got Their to... booths looked awesome. Oh, yeah. They, they really did. Uh, I mm -hmm. popped in there after school and saw everything getting set up. It's just amazing how many kids' parents were involved in stuff mm -hmm. and how many, you know, I know that they were just randomly grabbing stuff around the school, like plants and stuff, to make their booths look nice. I halfway thought of that. Yeah. I should have. It, it just it, it came together really well, and I just, I couldn't be more proud of Sherry Gray and also of the the, uh, the CEO, uh, teacher and coordinator, and the, the person who just makes it happen. It's one of the hardest programs mm -hmm. to run, I'm sure. And it's the kids in it are, it, it was so impressive. There were so many people there. Folks, if you didn't make it to it, think about this time next year. If you hear about the CEO trade show, go to it. I went there being like, okay, I'm definitely going to buy some stuff to support Sophia. And I was actually interested in the product, so that mm -hmm. was cool. Um, <laughs> but I ended up buying, like, everything that was available there because it was really cool oh, wow. stuff. So, yeah, but anything – well, I didn't get anything from uh, – what was the, like, hats and stuff? Obviously, I didn't get anything uh, from the plus-size clothesline because it yeah. wasn't quite my style. Didn't get anything and then, from the clothes. And uh, then I didn't get anything from Brody's, which was called – what's – Full throttle. Chris. Full throttle. It just wasn't quite my fit, you know, but he had cool stuff. What? You're not a biker <laughs> um, guy? No, not really, no. Anyway, it was awesome. I ended up just shopping a bunch there while I was there. But it was it was really awesome. I was just seeing some of the best examples of students at their zenith at their senior year. There's yes. some juniors in there, too. Um, but mm -hmm. really of like, I mean, making small businesses come together and work. There was nobody that looked like they had no business being there. You know, there was nobody that looked like, I mean this seriously, sincerely, because you get a, a class, like, <laughs> you have an art class, you're going to have one kid whose art just sucks, you know? It's just, that's Dang. the major. Well, we're just being what real here on? on OSM today. But, I mean, you know, it's, there. everyone had their game together and had a good exhibit and, and represented themselves well. Uh -huh. And that's awesome. That That's just not how it happens in a classroom, because mm. you're going to have a range of talents. And so it was, it was really awesome to walk through there and have all those people come in, because it just made us look good. 
made the school look really good. Mm -hmm. Miss Gray, great job. Sophia, awesome job. Great products. And uh, CEO kids, great job. Yeah, see, and if you're of high school age and you're thinking about going to the CEO and you're ready to do some work, you should do it. Uh, you should absolutely do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So today's interview is with Trinity Hoskins. I know her pretty well. We've taken a couple classes together. I think in every class we've been in together, she's the coolest person in the room. <laughs> I she definitely has a really put together and cool personal style. Mm -hmm. yeah, and she also does. she's just really fun to interact with and mm -hmm. talk with and sit right next to and be yeah. friends with in classes. She's a it's vibe. Great. Did I use that correctly? She's got a vibe. You did. You didn't have to ask. Oh, the, the fact that you asked made it worse. But the fact that I just said it, I felt weird saying it. <laughs> like a but a lot of the things we talked about within the interview are... Yeah, just go on. Are things like uh, cliques and different groups of students, if you're more artsy or more sportsy, and mm -hmm. how they may be dealt with or interact with each other in the school. We talked about senior year in general, mm -hmm. what may be going on after that. So covering the basics along with that kind of interpersonal interaction between groups within the school. Cool. Vibe. Okay, let's get to the interview with Trinity. <laughs> okay, well today I've got Trinity Hoskins in the studio who, yes. I mean, do you want to say some things about what you do around the school or? I don't do much. I just am present mostly mm -hmm. during the school day. I do my classwork and that's it. Well, I mean, in my professional opinion, I think mm -hmm. you are the the main slayer of the yeah. building. You serve looks. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any favorite classes or, like, favorite teachers? My favorite teacher is Miss Farrenbacher. Mm-hmm. My BFF, Miss Farrenbacher. Mm-hmm. She is very nice. I think she's a great teacher. She explains well. She explains what you need to do, and she's helpful. Mm-hmm. I have... Most of my favorite classes are history classes because I'm interested in history. I plan on going into political science, so Ooh. social studies is very important to me mm -hmm. in that aspect. I like science classes. Sometimes I'm not great at them, but that's fine. I wasn't great at chemistry last year. Chemistry. I didn't have my actual teacher. We had a sub because uh, Miss Puckett had given yeah. birth. She was the mother. She was mothering. Mm -hmm. She was on maternity leave. Mm -hmm. So we had a sub. Was she like, I feel like I remember her. Wasn't she going to be like a marine biologist? Yeah. She left to go to an aquarium. <gasps> Good for her. I know. I was like, you go girl, but also have fun and don't be a sub. <laughs> don't be a sub. Don't be a sub if you don't want to be a sub. Mm -hmm. Shrug. Yeah. If it's not what you want to do, do something else survival job though true don't get a survival job with a bunch of kids don't that's a bad idea don't do it it's a bad idea it's a very bad idea it's not a great idea i wouldn't join that job <laughs> so being a senior mm -hmm. you feel old yet yes is there anything that you notice when in classes with other grades or other people in your grade that kind of make you just like give you a little bit of a nick yeah Lots of people are disrespectful mm. to other people when they shouldn't be, obviously. But that's a huge thing that I see, especially with kids that are younger. Yes. 
and they're mean to people that aren't doing anything, especially people that have disabilities, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's always very annoying because you don't know that person. Mm-hmm. And you don't know anything about where they come from, but you're judging them based on what you observe of them, mm-hmm. which could just not be true. Do you think that's like kind of, how do I say this, amplified by like the kind of crowd mentality that a lot Absolutely. of younger grades have? Yes, it is. Because it's like monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. You want to fit in, but you do things that you shouldn't be doing in order to fit in. And it's disappointing to see, especially kids that you thought would be nicer yeah. do that. Do you have like any specific instances? Like not with names, but just like instances of that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. There's a kid in our grade mm-hmm. who gets kind of poked at a lot. They make fun of the way that he talks. Mm-hmm. And his um, certain personal tics, kind of. And so when they do that, it's kind of nitpicking him for who he is. Yeah, for stuff he can't change. He can't control what he does in that regard. Mm-hmm. And so whenever they make fun of that, it's like, can you just let people be who they are? If they're not hurting anyone, yeah, what's leave the them alone. Yeah. doesn't matter too much, but especially with certain freshmen it's them who's doing that not all of them certain ones do you think that there's a way for people to like grow out of that or learn from it do you think it's like education or just growing up or do you think they're just stuck being little evil people i think it's both Mm -hmm. it's more talking to people around you Mm -hmm. i think more socialization and observing how other people behave that's how i grew out of being super shy I think I used to be very shy when I was little mm-hmm. and I used to be sensitive and then I grew up and I talked to pe- the people around me and I saw how they acted with others and I took those influences and put them into my life. So it's kind of like more general environment change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that really ties in with some of the issues going around in our school in general right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And maybe not our school but like the system. Definitely. With just environment issues with students and all that choices being made choices choices that aren't necessarily great for everyone Mm -hmm. but i mean like i get it it's Mm -hmm. a really good point like school should be a place for everybody to get together and learn not like make fun of each other it's not supposed to be a chopping block yes for each other school is meant to take you and turn you into a better person Mm -hmm. But if you're not willing to participate in that change, then you're not going to get anywhere. And I see that even in some of my family members where they haven't tried to change for the better when I know that they can. But it is because of their environment and how they've grown up. Yeah. It is kind of complicated because at the end of the day, people can think that our school and the town are separate. Mm -hmm. But stuff going on outside of the school is always present within the school. Of course it is. Yeah, the surroundings of the school will play into how the school functions. Mm -hmm. And definitely people, Mm -hmm. how they act around their kids will come back to how their kids act. It will come into the school and it will influence school and the way that it runs. But there's also like things that you can't change. There's certain people who will act the way that they act forever, but 
if you continue to try to better yourself, then you can get away from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, another thing is, is like, especially with the administration and the teachers within mm-hmm. the school, they're supposed to be like, not maybe the first, but also like definitely the second mm-hmm. line of defense of keeping things calm and like mm-hmm. level in the classroom. This is this is not a targeted question. Please don't talk no, about anybody. But uh, how do you feel like our teachers and our admins are doing about keeping kids in check, safe and decent? Mm-hmm. Being honest, kind? Being like good citizens, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think they do what they can, mm-hmm. but some things are out of their control. There are many teachers who may not care as much, but they still care. Yeah. They don't, some of them don't try to put themselves into situations. And that may be because they've tried before. Yeah. Or they're tired. They, yeah, there's situations that they can involve themselves in and stay safe themselves. It could be for personal safety mm-hmm. and stability, but there are many issues where they will have to step in. Mm. Like there's people I know that are trying to move out of their houses and there are teachers that help them with that. Yeah. Help them and support them, especially like emotionally, leaving home or breaking up with people or trying to move yourself away from friends that you've had mm-hmm. is a very difficult thing to go through. And I think that teachers can do their best, but sometimes it's not enough. Yeah. Disappointing, but... There's only so much they can do. Absolutely. That's a really good answer. (laughs) That's all I think about. Okay, so drawing back to the kind of, like, general environment within the school, Mm -hmm. I know that you kind of, not run, like, you kind of run, but you have been in some art classes and you're kind of more Mm -hmm. associated with the more liberal liberal arts Mm -hmm. community within the school do you see a difference in how they're treated versus kind of preppier or more athletic kids or like do you feel like there's a big difference Mm -hmm. or is it kind of understated I have seen and I have gone through different treatments some kids are more fond of people that are more artistic or more liberal stuff like that and there are people that do not like that part of you. Mm-hmm. And so whenever kids know that you're not super into certain things, they will target you because of that. And so especially with younger kids, they bark. They can bark. Yeah, they bark. In the hallway. Have you never been barked at? I feel like I've been barked in proximity to. I have been barked at. People will look at you and bark and I'll go, oh, okay. So funny. You need to grow up is what you need to do. Why do you think they choose that out of anything? Because it's for their own personal entertainment. They think it's funny. So, I mean, do you think it also could be a thing of they can deny that they were barking at you instead of, like, throwing an insult and it being directly targeted? Or do you think it's just barking because they're children? Both. It could be personal amusement, they think it's funny, or it could be, like, trying to scapegoat off of something else. Mm. So it's like, I wasn't barking at you, I was barking at my friend. That's such a weird response. It is. Where do you think that came from? Do you think it came from, like, social media or TikTok? Because I don't... It could have been. I'm going to say this, and it may be because I don't remember most of freshman year. I don't remember anybody barking. Maybe, I think there was a few people that would bark. Most people would try to ignore it. 
yeah. but it's gotten more and more prevalent mm-hmm. over the years. Why? People are strange. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> but there are certain groups of people that will go head to head over certain issues. Like political or social? Absolutely. Oh, definitely political. Definitely political. There's more like conservative or more progressive, more liberal people mm-hmm. that don't see eye to eye. And even if it isn't outspokenly that mm-hmm. way, it does occur. Yeah. That people will argue over it. And like, specifically, do you think that happens in classes like sociology or like contemporary history where those policies come into play? Or is it just kind of anywhere, everywhere? you say something, I'll say back. I think it is definitely more commonly talked about in more historical classes, Mm -hmm. history-based focused classes, but it does happen anywhere, especially if more um, divisive topics Mm -hmm. are popular in the news in specific, then that will come into play during Mm -hmm. regular classes. Ooh, this is a good jump to, like... (laughs) Don't look at me scared like that. <laughs> so one of the things we were looking into doing is talking about kind of devices, divisive topics within school. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to outwardly state anything if you don't want to. But I did kind of want to see, because I know teachers and parents have a different perspective mm-hmm. of these issues within schools as we do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just wanted to see where you're at about it. Yeah. So one of the biggest things I feel like that has affected our high school career, Mm -hmm. besides COVID, Mm -hmm. which is a whole nother thing we could talk about, is the prevalence of the ALICE program and being prepared for Mm -hmm. a school crisis situation. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that or have you like felt it? Sometimes I get alarmed whenever there's super loud noises Mm -hmm. that sound similar to gunshots, of course, but I have seen people that are nervous about any type of crisis like that. Mm-hmm. And especially since the main cause of death for children in America is gun violence, I get more nervous about that every day. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people are as concerned about it as they should be. Yeah. I feel like especially within a community as small as ours, mm-hmm. people may tend to see that in the news and say, oh, it would never happen here. Yeah. It would never happen here. They overlook the possibility of it occurring. Mm-hmm. But it could happen anywhere. Yeah. In it isn't in your control of whether it happens or not mm-hmm. because you can't do anything about it. Yeah, and there's a fine line between being prepared and being paranoid. Yeah. Especially, like, I know there are some students, uh, me included sometimes, mm-hmm. where the fire alarm will go off mm-hmm. and we'll all go out to the bleachers outside. And I will say, like, I'll think, like, oh, my God, why did this alarm happen? Could this be for an ulterior motive? Mm-hmm. There are times when I get nervous about that, but most of the time it is because of kitchen mishaps. Yeah. Or home ec. Yeah. Kitchen mishaps. Oh, kitchen mis- <laughs> Generalized. Yeah. Overall, or carbon monoxide detectors or mm. just mishaps that go on, but it, there's always a possibility that it could be something much worse. Mm-hmm. And especially with my little cousins being in school, I get... Yeah worried about them and what would happen to them yeah but I think it should be talked about more from the kids perspectives yes not just from like the parents that say uh I'm worried about my children being in school 
I want to know about their children mm-hmm. that are in school. I want to hear their experiences. Yeah. To see what they think about having to worry about going to school. Yeah. Because school should be a very safe place for kids. And that's like the most basic thing. It should be. Man, the thing the thing kids should be worried about is like their homework mm-hmm. that is due next block and they're trying to finish and study right. or like a test. About trying to fit in as much knowledge as they can into their brains. Mm-hmm. And then spitting it back out on a test. Sure. (laughs) I think that school should be about knowing and learning as much as you can to use for the future, being with your friends and learning different, going through different experiences, Mm -hmm. especially social experiences. Some people can't do well in social situations. So I think that that's important to learn too. Mm -hmm. And I know there's also been talk of certain teachers about a class in reading the room or just Ooh, facial like a social basic, cue? yeah basic social cues Man, i wish i had that i think that would be a very interesting thing to learn because some kids don't know when to stop mm. and some kids don't know certain things like how yeah. to talk to people properly especially with kids that may have um neurodivergencies yeah or different ways of learning yeah like different ways of interacting yeah so I think learning social cues is especially important for them. Yeah, that's a great step in mm-hmm. accessibility, really. We'll be right back. Well, Mr. Redden. Yes? Do you have any library books out? I do. I have two. I have James Bond, Diamonds Are Forever, uh-huh. and another one that I forgot the name of right now, but it's really interesting sounding. Awesome. Well, library books for the RCHS library are due back on Wednesday the 3rd for seniors, unless they're finishing a project with Mrs. Ginder. Everybody else, (laughs) freshmen to juniors, are due Friday the 5th. Fines, fees, and lost books need to be taken care of prior to the last day of student attendance, which is May 19th, and seniors need to take care of this prior to May 10th, which is the last day of senior attendance. Students still have access to the public library, and as a matter of fact, any student enrolled at RCCU1 schools can sign up at the library for free, even if you live outside of town. There's no longer an extra fee to pay if you don't live within city limits. As long as you're in Richmond County and you go to the school, you just show up, give them your student number, and they can sign you up there, and you have all the same access to stuff through that library. I didn't know that. Wow. It is pretty awesome, yeah. There are also some digital options available, such as Hoopla and Cloud Library, You can find more information on those apps on Schoology under the Groups tab. Look for RCHS Library. And Interlibrary Loan is also still available through the Public Library over the summer, which is a program if you don't know about, it's amazing. It gets it pulls from any library in a large district of libraries going up uh, around the state. And if you basically, if you're looking for it, and it's a pretty commonly known of property, and that's graphic novels, movies, even like records and puppets and just the most maps, some of the most random stuff you could think mm-hmm. of is searchable on Interlibrary Loan, and you can find more about that under that Schoology on the Groups tab, and look for the RCHS Library group on there to get more info about that. And you can still, if you use that, you can still get stuff over the summer from the public library. I actually have a, a 4K <laughs> Blu-ray copy of The Thing, of John Carpenter's The Thing that I got from there Great that I'm book. watching right now. Great 4K book. No, not 4K, but the, the movie. I know. Oh, great book. That's the joke. I'm sorry. I'm the funny one. So, get your books back in, kids. And now, back to the show. How do you think the basis learning model, how do you think it helps students? Does it exclude people? Do you think think there's ways to fix it? 
I think that it can exclude people, especially those who are neurodivergent and have difficulties expressing how they think. Mm -hmm. But there would be a simple fix if there were opportunities available for them to express what they think should go on. Yeah. Especially so precise in what I want to Mm -hmm. say. Um, I think that those kids should be able to have a say in their own education Mm -hmm. and how they learn, like how there are certain different types of learning, Yeah. how there's tactile learning or visual learning or audio learning. So depending on how kids best go through their education, they should be able to choose. Oh, so that's actually a really good point because there's been a lot of talk recently with upcoming events surrounding elections within our school board Mm -hmm. and just the general political cycle about parents' voices in schools. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really really refreshing to Mm -hmm. see a point of, well, what about the kids? What about the kids' voices? They're the most important part of their own education, I think. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't know what's best for your kids. Because you're not your kid. You don't know how their head, what goes through their head. You don't Mm -hmm. know how their brain processes certain things. You don't know how they learn, even if they tell you. So by giving them the resources in order to let them learn the way they they need to, you will set them up for Mm -hmm. success. I'd love to I'd love to see this method in practice or at least like within a small sample group Mm -hmm. because I feel like this might be able to help the general American like drop Mm -hmm. in kind of what is it called math reading comprehension just general learning Mm -hmm. because as time goes on and there's more kids Mm -hmm. there's more kids who aren't going to be the standard yeah the standard keeps getting higher too oh my gosh over the years it's gotten much much higher Mm -hmm. and with employment you need higher levels of education for an entry-level job you need five years of experience for entry-level jobs (laughs) this is an entry-level job this should Mm -hmm. be my experience that i'm getting and there's i feel like there's definitely a space for high schools to include more opportunities i mean our school does a great job Mm -hmm. they have the co-op program Mm -hmm. ceo co-op specifically as it helps uh, employ students for what is it a class like a class period and they go off in the community Mm -hmm. and they gain real world experience real workplace skills Mm -hmm. kind of build a resume but I feel like there's definitely more places for that to be developed within the school yes or there should be at least there should be I mean (laughs) gotta Mm -hmm. be some somewhere right Mm -hmm. and then there's also talk about parents who believe that certain things that they believe in being Mm -hmm. in their school system, Mm -hmm. especially public school, public school is public school. Mm -hmm. And so if you want your child to be taught your set of beliefs, then you need to send them somewhere that teaches your beliefs. Yeah. Is that especially frustrating as a student within schools that they are talking about? Yes, I think so. Because there are still people who want to come in and change the whole setup mm-hmm. of the school to fit what they think should be taught. And along with the school board elections, there are people that want to run and they want to influence the way that people will be running the school, mm-hmm. which is especially frustrating, I think, for me being a senior and knowing that I won't be able to do much about it whenever yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. I mean, these may be 
hard conversations to have. They may be divisive. Mm -hmm. If you are a part of our local community Mm -hmm. and you know who's running for school board, we're not trying Mm -hmm. to call anyone out. Yeah, no. We are students stating personal opinions Mm -hmm. as people running for a legislative or administrative position Mm -hmm. within our school. But it's important. It's very important. It's necessary to talk about things that have to do with education because education is what fuels society. Education is the basis of society, yes. Without it, we're kind of not doing so hot without it. Yeah, no. (laughs) But also COVID influencing how education works. There were some kids that did way better. Oh, yeah at home learning because there weren't as many distractions and there were some students that didn't have a great time, me included. I wasn't doing so hot Mm -hmm. doing online at home learning. So I think if both of those opportunities are available, then the kids that need them should take them up. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way that we work in classrooms Mm -hmm. is always changing Mm -hmm. to the environment, to the classes, and sometimes the tools. Yeah. Especially with the rise of, ch- like, what is it, chat GPT? Yeah, chat GPT. They're chatbots. Have you seen any instances of that being used in the classroom or trying to be used? I haven't. I know that people talk about it in mm. class sometimes. Like, have you seen this where it's using, like, AI voices of the presidents? Oh, the raps. Or, like, I see a lot of Minecraft videos. Yes. Is that what they're made with? Yeah. Oh, my God. These voice bots. And it may be entertaining, but it also could be dangerous. Because it is teaching the AI. It's teaching the AI, the AI, but it is also using voices of people. Oh. And influencing what others think of them by using their voice to say something that they have not said. That is scary. Yeah. Do you feel like those kind of voice modulators and maybe like deep fake videos or just edited videos may become more prevalent in high school spaces? I do think so, yes. Because as high school goes on and the rise of technology continues, people that are in high school will be using technology against others. Mm. And I know that especially on online platforms, there are people who are being taken advantage of. Yeah, it is so incredibly easy to make those. Mm -hmm. And it's very quick to spread and it's almost always misinformation and it's guiltless to post sometimes yeah and there are content creators that have to say something to their own audiences like hey i didn't do that Mm -hmm. that is not me who is saying that Mm -hmm. because people will take it seriously do you think that there's potential for this to be used against administrators or teachers or students within the next couple years possibly if people use it with the intent to harm and then they bring it to higher ups it could harm Mm -hmm. it could be used for harm especially with old friendships that have spiraled out of control or just regular uh, arguments disagreements people could say that they have a recording of another person that does so much more damage Mm -hmm. than a lot of people think when they make it Mm -hmm. and that's why it's important to keep that in mind. Do you think that social media in general has done the same thing within schools? Yeah, because anybody can take something out of context and show someone else and make up their own context for it and affect how that person sees what you're showing them. 
Mm-hmm. So if I was showing you a picture and I was like, hey, this person is doing something bad with whatever they have in the picture with them, you would say, oh, so we should do something about this, but it could be totally false. Yeah, because people are immediately going to trust what they're told, mm-hmm. usually. Unless it's super crazy, super inflammatory, mm-hmm. they will most likely believe it. Yeah, I mean, like, if you have some, if you see somebody with a solo cup in their hand from a party mm-hmm. and somebody says, oh, there's liquor in that. Yeah. You can say, yeah, I believe that. If yeah. somebody's holding a pencil and they're like, they just stab somebody's eye with it, you'd probably be like, oh. Well, I don't think they do that. Yeah, especially <laughs> when kids see how their parents interact, they will act like how their parents are. And so if some kids don't have great family dynamics, they could try to act like their parents that don't get along. They intake that behavior and they portray it within their own relationships. And so if someone sees behavior that is just awful, they could continue on with that pattern, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate, but it is reality. Do you have any other strong opinions about school or the environment or students or teachers? Kind of, but it's always dependent on who it is. Mm -hmm. Because there are some things going on currently. I'm not going to say anything about it. I know. But. I'm trying to like. Influences how mm -hmm. others think. I'm trying to like project my thoughts and like Mm -hmm. my, my guesses into your brain. Certain things that go around will cause others to think differently or act differently towards people. And I know that there are people that are more susceptible to lies that could go around. This isn't currently, but I know of past things that have gone on Mm -hmm. that have been probably lied about. And then there are teachers sometimes that can do things and people will choose to believe them over the child. Mm-hmm. But I think that usually you should always believe the child because especially if they're younger, they probably won't lie about that. Usually. Yeah. But it does depend on who is making the claim. It depends on context. Yeah. Context, people. Context. Listen to your English teachers. Yeah. Grammar. Sometimes the court of public opinion is isn't not. the court that decides. And sometimes it's not the right opinion. Sometimes your opinions can suck. And that's okay. And that's fine. Because everybody has their opinions, and everybody has at least one. That that isn't great. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Mm -hmm. I keep watching the thermometer. Because, like, the... 72 degrees. I keep calling it the thermometer. The thermostat. it is kind of a (laughs) thermostat. It's a thermostat. Thermo, thermo, it has to do with thermodynamics. Love thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. Chemistry. Love chemistry. Wasn't great at that. <laughs> Any last opinions? Any closing opinions? Any closing statements? I don't know. Listen to your kids. Trust in your kids' opinions mm-hmm. about their schooling. Mm-hmm. Because they see what goes on, and you don't. You're not there. Thank you again to Trinity for being interviewed and being on the podcast. As I mentioned before, I believe the interview went really well. I think this was the second second or third interview. It's been a while, too. It has been been a while, but this was one of my first interviews, and I feel like this is one of the ones where I was like, whoa. 
Yeah, this, this is this, this is working really well. Yeah. So as always, you can send us questions and things you'd like to promote at vacclub at rccu1.net. Have a great weekend, folks. Stay we'll safe. see you Monday. Well, we won't see you. You'll hear us. Hear us Monday. Our School Matters with your hosts, Sophia Rains and Jeffrey Wright. Produced by me, Evan Irvin. Executive produced by Jeffrey Wright and Sophia Rains. Theme and incidental music composed and performed by Evan Irvin. Research provided by Abby Adler. Our School Matters is hosted by Voices of Richland County Podcast Network, an RCHS VAT Club affiliate. Rate and review this show on Apple or Google Podcasts, and we may read your comments on our show. You can also contact us at VATClub at rccu1.net. Please subscribe to us on your preferred podcast apps.